listening to a Sin Media podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. You're listening to The Power of She here on Sin 90.7. I am Jenna Green and this is the show that is all about creating a platform for the celebration of wonderful females in the music industry and just within society as well. So for those of you who have listened before, you will have listened into our discussions. Today, I'm here with my very special guests to bring you guys some conversations. Hello! Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We have the lovely Louise Monty, the lovely Beth Evans-Brown, and the lovely (laughs) Tash Brooks. Good evening. Good evening. You guys have come in today to chat with me about being a woman and some of the labels and expectations that society puts on us as young women because that is obviously the basis of the show is to play the music but also to talk about what it's like to be a woman so give me your input what what do you think a woman should be and what do you think society expects a woman to be there's a massive thing about like women having like sisterhood and all girls have to stick together Whereas, like, boys don't really have that sort of, like... Real code. Yeah, like, but it's not as big as, like, girl code, where, like, if you go against girl code, you're, like, there's a massive, like... Shunned from whatever. There are, like, huge consequences, whereas boys don't really have that or, like, the expectations to keep it. Even the girl code within itself, to refer to women as girls, that we are, we never... It's like we never... We never grew up. We never progress. We never gain the same same mental maturity. No. We talk about girl code and it's all very pretty and fluffy and pink. Yeah. And that's what girls are. And we have to think that, well, what actually are we as women? And what does it mean to be a woman? Yeah, like, if you're outspoken or you're opinionated, it's a bad thing. But a boy who's outspoken or opinionated is like a, a trailblazer. And yeah. Like, so it's the thing, a lot of things that are, are generally positive traits, women are... There's like a negative yeah. spin on them for women. Yeah, uh-huh. for men exactly. Not. No, I think you're totally right, Louise, and, and you, Beth. Mm. What do you think, Tash? Um, I reckon I agree with both of you. I do think there's a lot of work at the moment being put into equality and obviously there's the movement of feminism, which is like massive in getting those equal rights. So we're getting there, but we're still a very... Like, a long way. Yeah, like a lot of people have that traditional mindset yeah, it's hard to change. I think it's just a generational thing. Yes. Slowly yeah. it will change. Yeah. But that takes time, and who knows how long, but you can only hope that yeah. it does. But that's why I think having these sorts of discussions and inviting people into the debate and getting people thinking about it is so important because I feel like it's one of those things that can easily pass by and nobody really thinks about it and you don't really think... Some of some of the microaggressions can be quite subliminal. Yeah. And unless you're aware of it and unless you actually think, oh, hold on, maybe we should try and challenge that and we should try and change that, then perhaps that's how those things are allowed to still remain within society and still yeah. are so embedded. So I think it's definitely very important to get people talking about this topic and think, well, actually, why should women be like that? Why is that the, the expectation of women? Yeah. And why do we not have similar expectations of men? Yeah. Not to say that we don't have expectations of yeah, men, because it's I think we different. do. Yeah. But it's it's very different, and I think that it's definitely um, reproduced within the media. Beth and I spoke about um, social media and magazines and yeah. representation. <clears throat> and I think that that a great example of exactly how society does do that is how we manufacture this image and this perception of what women should be. Yeah. 
But if you if you're not aware of it, if you if you don't unpick it and you don't untangle it and see it for that, I think that it can easily pass you by and you don't think anything of it. Yeah. If you're never made aware of the fact that this actually isn't right, then you, why would you ever you think that it wasn't going, right? You yeah. just ex- ex- accept that as the truth. Yeah. Of course, of course. And I think that you're right in what you say, Beth. Is that any woman who goes against that grain? is very much like labeled as being bossy or aggressive or you know are almost seen as being like deviant yeah because they deviate against our ingrained perceptions of what it means to be a woman yeah and i think that that is definitely something that we need to tackle and understand how like hang on a minute how can that possibly be correct how are we going to be able to progress forwards and how are women ever going to be able to do anything? But I think that's also kind of the point, is that yeah. patriarchy exists because women we try and suppress women from doing that. Yeah, for sure. I also think that women, a lot of the time, are like, compared against each other, whereas yes. men yes. don't have it. Yes, like, yes. Like, you always see in like, magazines or stuff, like... Who wore it better? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that sort of thing. It's always pitting like women against each other, but it's like... But we still have to keep this whole sisterhood and stuff, whereas men literally don't have it. Yeah, and Beth and I spoke about that on our show, and we spoke about competition and there not being enough room. We spoke about it in terms of divide and conquer. Yeah. And how when you are trying to suppress any kind of group, one of the key tactics that people use is divide and conquer to think how can we split women up and how can we how can we split this group up to make them not as effective because obviously if you work together as a team oh then the potential potential (laughs) is massive the potential is huge but yeah if we're pitted against each other constantly and we're constantly made to compete against one another then quite clearly we're not going to be very successful within that so yeah Yeah, you don't realize who the real not enemy don't want to say enemy protagonist Well, that's very interesting. It's nice to hear your thoughts on it as well. We'll leave out there for now, but then we'll chat a bit more later about what we think women should be. So that was obviously what society suggests and society thinks women should be, but what do we think women should be? But hold that thought. We are going to listen to Petty Lover by Jazz Karis. You're listening to The Power of She, here on Sin 90.7, with me, your host, Jenna Green, and my lovely, lovely panel. Before we get back into our discussions, you just listened to Surface by Etta Bond. So guys, we chatted a bit before about sort of the expectations that society places on women and what we think that women are represented and supposed to be. So we spoke about that, and now I kind of want to get your opinions on what we think women should be. So that's what society makes us believe that we should be and the way that society makes us believe we should conduct ourselves. But what is being a woman to you? And how do you believe, how should we encourage young women to conduct themselves, really? I don't think necessarily that a woman should should be anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, everyone's you their own want. individual yeah. and regardless of like what anyone else thinks you should be, there's no there's no quota of being a woman yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. To, yeah yeah i think that's definitely the aim and i think that's definitely what we all aspire to mm. but i think that certainly looking at society even today even though we've <clears throat> obviously progressed a very long way there are still underlying expectations and preconceived ideas that relate to exactly how a woman should be which obviously totally like you say totally incorrect you should just be able to be yourself 
But I would certainly say, from my opinion and my perspective, that there are still certain structures in society that expect women and sort of portray that women should be pretty, that women should be submissive and, yeah. and be subordinate to men and that women should maintain the status quo and yeah. should really just be quiet and, and let the men do do the important stuff. Those, those are my kind of ideas, but I wanted to see what you guys thought and what whether you agreed or, or disagreed. I agree. I think, like, as cringy as it's going to sound, it's literally just, like, be yourself. Like, um... Yeah, like, if you want to do something, like, no one's there to be like, no, don't do that. Like, if you want to do it, do it. And I feel like society need to be, like, needs to be more encouraging of that. Definitely, definitely. Beth, what do you think? Um, I think as soon as you have a, a saying, like, something should be something is when is when you get dangerous. Yeah. I think um, you need to, like I was saying when I was back on before, you need to be yourself and who you are as you need to be comfortable and the second you're comfortable positive things will start flowing because you'll bring in good vibes and you'll give out good vibes and stuff like that but I don't think saying that what we should be you you should be proud of yourself and you should be confident in your opinions Um, but other than that I don't think that there's any any strict guidelines yeah yeah yeah. yeah. what about you Tash what do you think about Um, I completely agree with it like be yourself I think push the boundaries a little bit more. Yeah. I think, um, like when I was younger and I started playing like football at the time, it was only boys yeah, playing football. Yeah, I can totally relate. Both of us exactly. did that. And I had to play for a boys team for a long time, and um, the team was called Tigers. And it was mainly it like it was mainly just boys. And then a few girls started joining. And then now, like right now, there's more girls teams than there are boys teams because mm-hmm. that's how popular it's got. Yeah. And like it's completely just taken off. And like that's another thing, like just don't let anything hold you back. If you want to do something, go for it. You never know what it will turn into. Yeah. So many other like young girls play football now in my area and I love seeing it. So. Oh, that's so good. We spoke a lot earlier about uh, potential and about the potential that women have. And I think that that's majorly key here is that you're totally correct, Beth, that we shouldn't define anything we shouldn't create any guidelines and we shouldn't create any limits either and that by saying that women should be this we do create dangers and we do create um negatives that can come from that and it can be it can be more negative than positive but um i think that definitely for sure we should encourage young women to be themselves i think to be independent is a massive thing oh absolutely and because we because on on last week's show we spoke a lot about validation and this concept that we we lead women to believe that they need to be in a relationship in order to be valid that you need a man to look after you and stuff like that and I think that actually women have so much potential on their own that if you are if you do just encourage young women to be independent to be free thinking to be enough as they are and to literally go chase their dreams play football if you want to play football do whatever you want to do I think that's definitely the most important thing that we need to dismantle those kinds of rules so yes it was kind of like a little bit of a trick question but not quite <laughs> i wasn't expecting you to come at me with direct oh you have to be this have to be that but, yeah but yes no that's that's great that's great that we we can all agree and i think that that's that's great that obviously if we can see it yeah i'm and sure they'll can, yeah. yeah there definitely there has to be other people out there who surely can agree with that as well and can identify that needs to needs to happen because it definitely it definitely does i don't think i think we do need to try and get rid of these ideas and concepts of what women have to be yeah 
like anything in society, if you don't push for change, if you don't recognise it. It's not going to fall into your lap, is it? No. 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 So definitely from that, I think we're what we're trying to say is be be yourself, be independent, be free thinking and be real recognize your own potential. Yeah. And really push to achieve the things that you want to achieve and don't think that you need anyone else to validate you for that. And I think that as soon as we start teaching young women this and showing young women how to do that and promoting it, then I think that we'll definitely get get further within within society. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. It's like in the help when she's like, be smart, be oh, kind, be all of that. You are kind, you are smart, and yeah. you are important. Yeah. What a fantastic cool. quote that is, Louise. Thank you. <laughs> my mum my says that to me, so I can, I can relate to that one. So, yeah. Well, well if, if you take anything away from this show, take away that you should be kind, smart, and you are important. I think that's they're pretty valid boundaries. Yeah. Fantastic. So we're going to carry on with this conversation soon after some more great female artists our next our next topic of, of conversation is going to be how do we challenge the ideals and ideas of what women should be how do we make that bridge between the two and how do we move from what women are expected to be to what we feel like women what we've just said what we feel like women should be and how do we make sure make that transition and make that shift obviously I think it's the question that's kind of... No one has an an answer to it. It's the question that's on everyone's lips, really. Yeah. Or it should be, anyway. Mm -hmm. So we're not expecting any kind of revolutionary... No massive breakthroughs. This is all about encouraging people to think about these things and facilitating the debate and the discussion so that people can analyse and see this in a different light. Or even if you did think about these things, maybe it might be helpful for some people to be like, oh, yes, I can relate to that. Or some people might have never thought about these things this way or it might not be apparent so it is still important even if we can't create world peace just to raise awareness about it at least exactly 100% Louise but for now we are going to listen to some more music like I said by more fantastic female artists and we are going to listen to Poor Georgie by MC Light you're listening to The Power of She here on Sin 90.7 with me, Jenna Green. And that was Soldier by Erica Badu. We've been chatting to you guys today as well as playing you some great female artists. And um, we've been chatting about some of the labels and pressures that society places on women to conduct themselves in a certain way and to be in a particular way. So we spoke before. We <laughs> is my lovely panel. We've been talking about... Um, some of the pressures that society places on us to conduct ourselves in a certain way, how society believes that women should be and how we believe, like what we want to see change and how we want women to feel like they need to be. So our next line of discussion, our next thing to talk about is how do we bridge that gap? How do we transition from these expectations and from these preconceived ideas and stereotypes to the things that we were saying before about women being independent, free thinking and being their own individual people and encouraging women to feel like that's the way they should be rather than just being pretty, quiet and maintaining the status quo. So, friends, panel... (laughs) Tell me your thoughts. I think, like, one of the, like, main things, and, like, stripping it to the core is literally, like, through the law. The law is becoming a lot more inclusive of um, just women in general, like, trying to, like, equal the gender pay gap and make sure that, like, women are, like, 
they have time to like take care of their kids mm-hmm. and like they have more of like a balanced lifestyle instead of like just looking after kids and being housewives like so they have like a more mm-hmm. integrated work life yeah. and family life so i think that being a lot more uncom- accommodating for women in general yeah. is like a massive help <clears throat> yeah i think that's definitely true there's massive potential within policy and obviously governments have the capacity and the capability to kind of shape what we do as a society through um social policies but i think that also in analyzing policy and analyzing what the government is doing there with trying to shape the way that we act um i think that we also can see that there are certain ways that we can govern ourselves whilst policy can be fantastic in terms of laws and creating laws that mean that we have to do certain things i think that there are certain responsibilities that we can take on as individuals and as active members of society and citizens that we can then almost almost strive to do the same so i think that's really important but i think definitely we need to make sure that we're doing everything we can do so like we were saying making sure that we do things like we challenge these concepts and we challenge what's going on yeah yeah and like even with with my um younger sisters and my mum like my mum used to say stuff and I was thinking well it's not very feminist of you Paula so uh, <laughs> I, like, you call you call out your family members for things that they say yeah. and then they start to change their mindset and then and then it will go on that they'll they'll call out their friends for saying certain things or they'll call out their partners or whatever and it just it will it it will pass on that yeah it's like a pyramid yeah uh, yeah but a good one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I was most thinking more like dominoes yeah, yeah dominoes yeah, let's go with that one <laughs> <laughs> what about you tash what do you think um i reckon that there's i think it's quite a lot more complicated because within just feminism you have like like you have races you have classes you have rich mm. and poor yeah, 100% and, and there's so many layers to it and like it's like it's just even for like if I think of like India you have like the untouchables and then you have the people who are like the highest and then on top of really being an untouchable you're a woman and then yeah. that's, you're even lower yeah. just because of that so it's just added on to the fact so yeah I just I think there's it's a lot more complex in my opinion 100% oh yeah I think that we definitely can't speak for every structure, we can't speak for every society, that there are definitely so many challenges and it is so complex, otherwise, hopefully, we would have reached the answer by now. Yeah. I think you're 100% right, Tash, in saying that we have to take into into consideration the different intersections of feminism Mm. about how there are so many different types of women and how do we make sure that we're really reflecting everybody's struggles because there are people who are discriminated against on the grounds that they are a woman and then there are people who are discriminated against because they're a woman and they're a woman of color as well and it's and it creates so many more issues that we have to tackle and by all means if we had the answer in the studio right yeah. now, oh, I'd, I'd I think be all over, be very, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be very successful like women. <laughs> so obviously, we can't provide the answer that everyone wants right now. But I think that we can definitely recommend some sort of steps that we yeah. that we would like to see happen, or yeah. that just a general overview of what we think needs to go on. We said earlier, and we were all kind of in agreement of this, that it's massively, massively centered around education and the way that. Mm-hmm. We educate young women and yeah. bring young women up and I think that you're right in what you were saying Beth in terms of calling out people yeah. and making sure that you do actually 
speak up because I think speaking up is a is a massive thing. Yeah, it's scary. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's terrifying to like call people out that, especially people that you respect and stuff like that. People that you're close to, yeah. of course. Yeah, but it does create a butterfly effect. Yeah, and oh. like small changes can lead to big changes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think you're definitely right there. That's very true. Um, but yes, I think that that is definitely what we need to do. And also, we need to look at how do we inspire young women to want more than that? Because I feel like through popular culture, through the media, yeah. women and young women are encouraged to accept these um, stereotypes. Because the second you don't accept a stereotype, the second you reject a label, it's not successfully applied to you. So then you can't, it's not maintained. You're in the it out won't. group as yeah. well. And like... Yeah, but the more people who enter the out group, the out group then becomes the in group. Yeah. So the more people that there are defying these stereotypes and defying these labels, yeah. then obviously they're not going to last anywhere near as, as long and they're going to have to collapse at some stage so I think that it's, it's definitely about education it's definitely about bringing people in on the discussion which is what hopefully we're trying to do here and getting people thinking about these things and encouraging young women to not accept these things and to yeah. aspire to be more we are all university students we, we sit here as women yeah but we also sit here as very intelligent women. We all are studying our own undergraduate degree. Yeah. Louise, Louise, tell, tell everyone <laughs> listening what you study. Just guess. Hello. Beth, what I'm do you Beth, study? I'm Beth, and I study biology. Tash? I study geography. And Is Jenna, that... what do you study? <laughs> I study social policy and crime. The, the point that we're trying to make from that is that I don't think we think about our intelligence enough. No. I don't think I don't think it's as apparent to young women to think yeah. about to yeah. think about actually no what I'm I'm so much more capable than yeah. just being beautiful than just maintaining the status quo actually I have the potential to really push beyond that and to do whatever I want to do yeah and I don't think our intelligence is celebrated enough so I think we need to celebrate female intelligence oh for sure and appreciate that, that women can be very clever and I'm privileged enough to be sat near three very intelligent women. Oh, you're lovely. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, don't say the same about me, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's definitely, definitely true. Education, I think no matter what structural issues you hit, getting people talking, getting people thinking about these things needs to happen. Yeah. I think from a young age as well. Cause like, yeah. If I feel like if quite a young child starts calling you out on these things, it will make you realise as well. Because if they're thinking about it and they're aware of it, then like you obviously should be it's well. be yeah. where's this disconnect in my head that yeah. I can't think about that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely true. That we are at a prime age here, and that's why I really want to kind of try and hit home with these things with any young people, that, any young women that are listening, even even young men that are listening, because oh, I think 100%. that you know, these kinds of things are made out to be very exclusive. Like it's a man-hate kind of thing, yeah. whereas that's not the case. Not at all. At all. Engaging men in this discussion, I think, is very, very important also, yeah. because I think that lots of people have the views that they have and the opinions that they have, but can't actually quite back them up or... That's not the way that they personally think. That's the way they're being conditioned to think. Yeah. And that if we involve them in the conversation and encourage them to think otherwise or encourage them to participate in debate. Yeah. They're part of it just as much as yeah. they are. Like, they, yeah. Men benefit from feminism also. In, like, just in terms of like paternity leave and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's, not, it's not just for women. Yeah. Feminism is equality as well. Yeah, it's for everyone. Yeah. We need as many allies as, as we can get. get. Brilliant. Agreed. No war. <laughs> it is the war against patriarchy. 
Okay, against patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But patriarchy, we're not... Again, it's not a man-hate. It's not... No. not trying to hate no, on men. No. We're not trying to... I think that's what gives feminism such a bad reputation. Oh, Louise! She's skipping ahead. She's skipping it. She's skipping ahead. Indeed, indeed. It's an important point, though. It's very important, and it's very important to think about that. Actually, if you want me to, Louise, what what we were trying to allude to here in talking about these topics and in talking about what expectations society has of women, what we think women should be, and how we change that. I feel like that is the very, very basic undertones of feminism. Yet feminism has such a bad name. I think that people listening, perhaps before we mentioned that word, they would be able to think, oh, well, actually, I, yes, I can agree with that. I do think that this yeah. should be the case. And even you, Louise, you said you think that it's not about what women should be. It's just about being a human being. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the very basic argument. And we're talking about equality here. Mm. Who can really stand up and make a valid argument against equality. Case closed. <laughs> Case closed from the lawyer. Um, yeah, so that's. I think that's what you're trying to say, Louise, is that that's why feminism can be quite hard for people to discuss and quite hard for people to realise that it's about men as well because it's given such a bad name. But actually, when you break it down and you take that word away... People can actually see well. I actually, I I do quite agree with that. Or I can understand at least where that's coming from. We'll get onto that. We'll <laughs> we'll get there soon, but not just yet. <laughs> before before we progress and before we get onto that discussion, it's a whole other debate. Now we're going to listen to "When It's Over" by Amber Olivia. You're listening to The Power of She here on Sin 90.7 with me, Jenna Green, and my lovely guests. You just listened to Best Friend by Brandy, and before that, we had Give Me Your Love by Sisters Love. We've been having some great discussions, and I do just want to say that if you have anything to add to our debates and to our conversations, please don't please don't hesitate to get in touch with our, us on social media. We have Instagram, which is at power of she send us a dm let us know what you think by all means join join that is the whole point in what we're doing this for yeah is to get people thinking and to really discuss these things so yeah feel free to join us at the power of she on instagram but um we're gonna go into some more discussions and great chats alongside so guys are you ready yeah of course of course Perfect. So we spoke a little bit before about some kind of summarizing the things that we said earlier about the way that society um, projects that women should be, some of the stereotypes and labels that are placed on young women in terms of how they should behave and what they should aspire to and how they should conduct themselves. And then we spoke about what we really think should be the case instead of what is the case. And we talked about how we think we can get there in terms of educating people and creating debates and discussions and bringing people in on that as a general overview. And we obviously understand that the debate is obviously a lot more complex than that. But what I want to talk to you about now is what we alluded to earlier, is that those kinds of things are easy for people to accept when you break them down in that way and when you literally kind of hide the word feminism. Yeah. And yet, all of that is the basic structural core of feminism but people get so upset and get so like offended yeah. by this word and it, we kind of lose the momentum of the argument yeah by people just trying to 
slam feminism, basically. But mm. when it's like anything, you're going to have a small minority that makes things difficult for anything. Oh, of course. And I think that's definitely incorrect. A lot of the views that people have of feminism is in- are, are incorrect. It's I kind agree. of like, a, it's like a, you say the F word, but the F word being feminism. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's offensive to people. So I just wanted to get your ideas, ladies, on why you think feminism has such a bad name and how, again, how do we how do we tackle that? Because like I say, people are able to agree and are able to side with the things we had to say earlier until you say that that's feminism. So what do you think? Why, why does feminism have such a bad name? Beth, looking at you. Okay, um, I think you've got, you've got some people who claim to be feminists but in reality they are some they are like we want women to be on top and men are men are this and men are that and we hate all men and that's not the case at all like with 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 the majority of feminists that's not that's not what's going on but when you get mainstream media pick up things Mm -hmm. about feminism it doesn't go with their prerogative it doesn't work with what they're trying to tell you so they will pick up certain stories that make the movement of feminism look bad. They don't say the, they don't show you all the best parts of feminism. They will show you the worst parts because it doesn't work with the with the plan that they've got for their newspaper or for their political views. I think that I can definitely agree with you there, Beth. Like, what about you guys? Do you agree? Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think social media is also part. Of, it plays a part, like a positive part and a negative part, because people like share yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I also don't think, like coming back to what we were saying before about like education, like people aren't really educated enough on that topic. So people think I don't think they realise that feminism and equality come hand in hand. Yeah. It's not women trying to be better than men. It's just women, like they want the same things as men, and there are some things that men. Um, don't have like paternity leave for example it would benefit them as well and I don't think they realise purely because they're just they haven't been educated on it and then they get a completely false idea of what feminism is and they think it's just really like aggressive like we want to be better than everyone feminazis kind of thing so I think that you're definitely very correct in that as well Tash do you have anything else to add Louise? No I completely agree like I think it's those sorts of people who give it such a bad name and like they've said, like because the media completely like, pick up on that because that sort of story will sell, whereas like just everyone else being like, oh yeah, like women should be equal to men and like this sort of thing should like we should all be on the same platform and stuff that won't really sell in a newspaper. Whereas painting people in a bad way or like in a certain way, like will make more of a story. So that's uh-huh. why it's out there more and yeah. that's why it gets picked up on more. Mm. Yeah, I think you're definitely correct. The only thing that I would add to that is I would say that almost when you look at it, it's like any other marginalised group Yeah. that people only pick up on what is beneficial to them yeah. Yeah. and what benefits their argument. And obviously the mainstream media is owned by men yeah. and is supported by the patriarchy. So therefore, it's like you say, it's not within their interest yeah. to publish and to speak about these things and to change what we would like to change. 
um, if you look at the makeup industry, for example, mm. many of the many of the people who own massive makeup companies, when we talk about encouraging natural beauty and encouraging women to feel like they are beautiful, obviously that doesn't benefit that line no. of business. So quite clearly, they don't want to do that. And makeup ma- magazines and social media platforms, they really don't want that to happen. So they stop that from happening. But as I was mentioning with Beth earlier, I think that what in terms of what we can do and how we can tackle that is to understand that we are consumers yeah. within that and we are we are the consumers here and if we as consumers change the way that we think and change the way that we act then that's going to have an impact on the supply and what is supplied to us so although it may seem like this is a massive massive issue that we can't tackle and that it's very easy to get caught up in and think oh well this is just a bunch of angry women why should we listen to what they have to say actually as Beth was saying, that it's not a man-hate. It's not a load of people being angry for no reason. Yeah. And when we broke when we broke it down in the way that we did, in its very simplest form, obviously without delving too deep into the intersections, which we will do at a later date, um, then it is quite it's quite basic. It's quite it's literally just that we're wanting equality but what we also need to consider is equity yeah and we need to understand that when you're trying to achieve equality within any marginalized group you have to understand the hurdles and the barriers that face these people because yeah. equal opportunity doesn't ensure equal outcome and like the best example that i think that i can give for this for people to understand is that it's there's like a, a very famous picture online of these two people trying to see over a fence and one say one is like six foot four and one of them is five foot five you're not going to give both of them the same size box to stand on because obviously they're coming at it from totally different perspectives one is quite clearly a lot shorter than the other one so in order to achieve this equality we need to take into account like what hurdles women have to face and I think that that's why it has such a bad name because people are thinking oh well these are all these women being ungrateful and there's all these different sections that we can't quite keep up with but you have to understand that it does have its complexities and it does have different things that we need to manage first in order to have a general positive impact yeah. So I think that you're all completely correct in what you're saying in that there are some people who ruin it, but it is like anything, like any marginalised group. We can totally see how with other marginalised groups, there are certain small groups who ruin that for other people and yeah. that are like literally totally slaughtered within the media and that's all you see in the media. But if we're more conscious of how we absorb the media and how we support the media, then that, that has to change. So in terms of looking at solutions... I feel like that's what we need to just be more conscious of that in the way that we conduct ourselves and we also need to try and take into account that there's all of these hurdles that we need to overcome as well for young women so yeah conscious consumerism is key yeah. <laughs> love that love that Beth Thanks. we love that <laughs> put that on your fridge <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely I think that that really that really kind of summarizes what we're trying to say really after we listen to some more great female artists we will come back and talk about that very hope and talk about what we can expect and what we hope to achieve in the future so that will be we'll we get to that very shortly 
But for now, we're going to go into some more music and we're going to listen to Way Back by Rihanna J. You're listening to The Power of She here on Sin 90.7 with me, Jenna Green, and my lovely, lovely panel. You just listened to Blossom Deary by Raven Linnae. Before that was Reality Check by No Name. And before that was Way Back by Rihanna J. So guys in the studio as well as playing you some fantastic female artists we've been having some chats about being a woman and some of the labels that society places on us and trying to unpick those and trying to think what do we want from society what should we encourage young women to be and also talking about feminism and why feminism has such a bad name so from that we will then go on to what we want from the future we talked about what we need and we talked about where we are in terms of feminism and why we think it has such a bad name and now we're going to chat about what we hope to see in the future and what we hope to have so lovely lovely panel tell me your thoughts and feelings and as we like already said educating kids so they can teach others and educating adults like the whole world basically needs to be educated on like primarily the definition of feminism as being equality between genders and not just purely benefiting women to kind of catch up with men mm-hmm. it's like because it does as we or to overtake said, men yeah yeah oh yeah especially that because that's why it goes so wrong like mm-hmm. in people's views because people literally think it's that and then you get like the man haters and stuff yeah i think that's definitely correct because i think that if we analyse and look at any positions of power and any kinds of privilege that exist within society, you're quite clearly never going to try and give up a position of power no. voluntarily. Something that benefits you, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, mm. oh fine, yeah, I'll yeah. just give that to someone. Maybe else. not. <laughs> Maybe I won't have that. Just share so- the power. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it it's not about it's it's not about giving it up. It's not about men becoming inferior, and it's not about women you know wanting any kind of payback certainly that's what how i see feminism anyway yeah some people might disagree and some people are on that more radical perspective but i think that i when we speak here we speak quite generally for young women and 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 women in in general like i say yeah that the most part of us who identify as being feminist or agreeing with the feminist argument the majority of us don't see it that way aren't looking for revenge no because I don't think that that's a very positive way to look at things. I don't think that's really what we are looking to achieve or need to achieve. No. It's also kind of not, like, men nowadays' fault. Like, it's what everyone's kind of been brought up learning. Like, even as a kid, like, as a girl and stuff, you're just, like, it's kind of ingrained in your memory and, like, it's just taught to you from, like role models and like in the media and all in all like different ways like toys when you grow up it's yeah. like girls must have barbies and all yeah. our toys must be pink and boys can play with cars and like blue and isn't she beautiful but isn't he strong and clever yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's that kind of initial socialization and how we like i say how we bring up young people yeah and how we socialize our children be it in a primary manner or be it in a secondary manner in terms of like institutions and organizations and within the home i think both of them are very important both spheres need to look at what they're promoting and what they're what they're doing and what impact that has on 
people who then grow up to be adults and yeah. internalize those things we we spoke before about labeling and about how people internalize those labels yeah and that when you portray those kinds of um stereotypes and concepts onto people and onto young people it's easy to see how they become ingrained with and become part of society mm. and that is almost i would say those kinds of things are more dangerous than the wider structural issues because yeah. they're less they're, they're harder to see yeah they're more subliminal so at least when we when we analyze things like like uh, the glass ceiling and the gender pay gap they, they're very apparent we can we can identify those and we can see what's exactly what's going on and we can say hang on a minute why is a woman getting paid less to do the exact same job as a man yeah but the things that are more subliminal and underlying, I would argue that really for the future, that needs to be our focus, like microaggressions yeah. and tackling those things are very important. Like, for example, catcalling and dumb things like that. Yeah. That these are very minor things, but it's it's how we, it, it adapts and it shapes how young women grow up and what we believe to be acceptable and what yeah. we accept. We spoke before about encouraging young women to strive for more and to not accept these stereotypes and that by allowing these things to happen such as the catcalling and and like and things like mansplaining oh, that yeah. is ridiculous those kinds of those more there's more minor aggressions yeah those are the things that i think that we do need to be be more conscious of and try to tackle because they're more prevalent yeah 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 i think i definitely think that you're you're correct louise would you do you two have anything to add at all, Beth and Tash? Oh, yeah, well, just like in terms of what, what we'd hope to happen in the future, I'd, I'd want everyone to be a feminist. Like we said, fem feminism benefits everyone. Like, yeah. the patriarchy does not benefit everyone. It doesn't. It does. It even is, is dangerous to men in terms of, like, how it says that they, they should respond to things emotionally and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. not... Enforcing toxic masculinity yeah. is yeah. a massive one. Yeah. Exactly. And that, like you quite rightfully say, Beth, that doesn't help anyone at all. No. So I think you are totally right in saying that we need to educate, but we need to educate everyone and we need to educate people about more minor things as well as the, as the larger structure issue, issues. Because I feel like it's one of those things where it's very easy to go in and be like, okay, we need to tackle this from the top. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you can have a little effect coming from, like, the bottom. If you look at the root causes... Yeah. ...and look at how we're socialising people and how we're educating people and allowing people to think... Yeah. ...then you can come from the bottom up. And then, yes, it, it's not going to happen tomorrow. No. It's not going to happen probably... Like, it's not going to happen... It would take a lot of time. Yeah, it's a like, generational it's a, thing. Yeah. It's taken a while to get, like, this far so it will take even longer to get even further. But I still don't think that means it's impossible. I think no. that I would definitely oh, remain heavily optimistic that yeah. we can achieve such. It's just about how we go about it, and I think that you're totally correct in what you said earlier, Beth, that we need to really band together yeah. and get as many allies as possible. Again, whether it whether you feel it directly affects you, certain issues, yeah. uh, directly impact you, male or female, the more allies that we can get within the cause and the more we band together, the more successful we're likely to be. Yeah. And I think that that's definitely something that we need to try and aim for, um, progressing into the future. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, Tash? Anything, anything to say? Yeah, I was just thinking about Beth's point earlier. Um, like, speaking out like, to your family and your friends when they make certain comments because I can 
even my dad like makes comments sometimes and I think like oh no and I'll, I'll stop him in his tracks and say something and like you were saying like it's it's you have to have the confidence to say it yeah it's scary yeah because like your parents are someone you respect and you're not scared of but no but you don't want to step out yeah. of life yeah <laughs> but then I think we when you start to re- reach an age and you get like outside influence you realize like raw like some of the stuff they're saying is actually wrong like yeah you, you realize like and you're just like you never thought it as well because you always no, think your parents are right your parents are, just, like, are the the people with the answers yeah yeah and you forget that sometimes they have traditional ways of thinking and like it's up to you and like again it's like if we have kids like we need to make sure that we're teaching them the right things and we're educating them in the right way and not passing down these stereotypes yeah i think that's 100 percent correct ash in that we should lead by example and the more that we are able to identify with what we would like to see the more we're able to project that so in like you say in raising children ourselves um i think that definitely we can seek to lead by example for future generations (coughs) and even for like perhaps older generations as well if we really push how things should be and how things easily can be because feminism doesn't need to have this negative name but it does Yeah. yeah but if we are conscious enough to say actually no and show people how other like greater things can be achieved, then I think you're definitely right there, Tash, and I think you're 100% onto something in terms of how we can progress um, by making sure that we are conscious of what we're spreading and what we're allowing to yeah. continue. So that is definitely, definitely some... We've got some good, good plans here for the future. Yeah. And, um, Ready to take on the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, people. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. I think we've had some great chats today and kind of rounding up a great discussion there and um, really putting things into perspective. We are kind of nearing the end of the show, my friends, which is very sad. I hope you've had a nice nice day, a nice time on the radio. Brilliant. The discussion will continue beyond the radio. It will, it will. Hopefully, people listening at home will be able to get in touch with us and let us know what they think because we are obviously very curious to know what you all think and we're not trying to force any opinions. We're trying to engage in discussion and trying to facilitate some healthy debate because I think debate is very healthy. That's At the end of the day, that's what we're saying here. We're saying we want to try and talk about these things more. So if you do have anything that you would like to add, be it... You know, be it criticism, be it yeah. agreement, anything, please feel free to send us a DM at the Power of She on Instagram. So, yeah, that's our discussion. That's our views on society and feminism and being a young woman. I think we're going to have to have to round it for this week, but we will be back, unfortunately. You guys won't be back, but you oh, might be. You, you might, might be. Maybe, 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 maybe at appearance. some point. Maybe special. Maybe if you can afford me. All right, Beth. Okay. Sorry, didn't realise you turned into Jermaine Greer, but that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll leave you on some more great female artists. We hope that you tune in again next week. Hope you found some new music to listen to, some new ideas to think about. And um, yeah, I hope you guys can really touch like touch in with this debate and get, get on board because that's exactly what we're trying to do here and what we're trying to create. So tune in again next week to hear some more fantastic females. And me, but not these 
lovely ladies. <laughs> maybe, maybe sometime in the rest of the series. But <laughs> for now, we are saying goodbye. We are signing out, and we're going into some more lovely music. This is "90 Degrees" by Yasmin Lacey. Massive thank you to my panel, and massive thank you to you guys at home for listening. This was a Sin Media podcast, previously heard live on Sin ninety point seven. Okay, see you later. Bye bye.